You're listening to the John Clark Cast. My name is John Clark. I'm a licensed counselor, a group practice owner, and a guide for therapists in private practice. I want to tell you about an exciting event coming up. It's the Get Seen Summit, uh, the first digital marketing summit for therapists coming to you live in person October 19th in Philadelphia. Uh, it's going to be me, Katie Keats May. Ernesto Segismundo and Uriah Guilford teaching you how to become better digital marketers and take control of your digital marketing. And of course, without all the overwhelm, you can go to getseensummit.com to grab your tickets now and tickets are limited. That's getseensummit.com and I'll see you in October. Welcome back to the show, guys. It is uh, Sunday evening here. I'm back home for now in Charlotte, uh, North Carolina. Lots of folks have been asking about the weather. Um, it has not been fun, but it's been it's been okay. Certainly not uh, any sort of magnitude compared to the coast. So we thank you for asking. If you did ask, if you didn't, um, well, I'm offended. Thank you for forgetting about me. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been okay. A lot of people have asked and, uh, it's just been heavy rain, heavy winds. There's some flooding and a lot of power outages. Uh, and certainly you can just kind of feel the effects of, uh, of the storm. The sky has just been one big cloud for the past few days and probably will be until Wednesday. So, um, but yeah, a lot of people, um, going through, um, going through a lot on the coast and losing their homes and some lives lost. So pretty serious stuff, um, out there. So I'm grateful to, to be all right here. Um, what can I say? Yeah, I'm not going to banter too, too much this evening because we've got some work to do. I want to try to, um, basically tackle two parts here in this episode. Um, the first part is going to be, you know, I was sitting, well, you know, you have your best thoughts when you're like in the shower or walking the dog or cooking, lasagna or something like that. I don't cook lasagna, but if I did, it'd be a good time to think about business and life or to not really, or to not think about it. And then you have your best thoughts or you get clear on something, right? It's like the power of the unconscious never ceases to amaze me. It it really does a lot of the problem solving for us. If we just give it space to, um, here I am sounding like a mega therapist again, I think I talked about that last time, uh, using a lot of therapists speak, but it's true. The power of the unconscious is, um, can be underestimated and can do a lot of great problem solving and creativity for us. I I tend to find that I'm often most creative first thing in the morning. I think because things are not clouded by, um, by the conscious mind quite as much or doubts or anxieties or stress or to-do lists or how hungry am I or whatever. So I was sitting here thinking, wouldn't it be great um, if therapists had a clear roadmap, a clear digital strategy roadmap that they could follow and track their progress and know where they are in this sequence? Um, I get a lot of therapists who are just asking questions like, hey, should I be building an email list now or how big of an email list or should I be focusing on YouTube? And a lot of people are quick to answer these questions for for other people and for other therapists, I think well-meaning, but they're usually just talking about what worked for them. 
And so again, like you, you, we, there's no quick answers in this stuff. You have to really build a, a business the right way. And I consider it like building blocks, uh, building a house. And I want you to think about building your business the right way, building a, a beautiful custom house that you can, uh, that can be built right and not cause problems later down the road and that you'll feel happy and, and proud to live in. So, um, that's my, that's my angle with all of this right off the bat. So I got to thinking and I thought, okay, there, there's basically a sequence to this. And if I can articulate it, I think it would really help therapists to understand where they are, where they're heading next, right? And, and understand uh, the sequence of things. This is how I've built both my practices. This is how I've helped um, many, many therapists now build their practices as well. So I'm just going to walk through it and then we're going to put it in the show notes. And uh, I think over time, we'll start building this out a bit more and um, and, and breaking it down a little bit more. So here we go. Uh, it's a five-step roadmap. The first step is you have to have a killer website. Um, absolutely have to have a killer website. What are the elements of a killer website? I've talked about this before, but roughly you need to have a great logo done by a professional. By, for the love of God, please don't create your own logo, even if you are a designer. You need to have great colors. And Elliot is already getting on my way my cat. Uh, it'd be funny if Elliot was a person. I'm like, Elliot's always on my lap. He's always in my way. He's, <laughs> you know, he's sitting on the top of my laptop when he's not supposed to. Um, you need to get a logo designed by a professional. This is one of the most important brand assets that, um, that you can have and you want it to be, you want it to be great. Um, Speaking of the unconscious, your logo communicates a whole lot on an unconscious level. And so we have to be thinking about that. Again, the brands that you love and follow and have incredible brand loyalty to, you do in part um, on an unconscious level and in large part on an unconscious level. So you have to be, you have to understand that as well in terms of um, how you interact with brands as a consumer. You've got to have great colors. So I recommend a primary and a secondary brand color for your website. You have to have fantastic images, get high quality headshots and shots taken of your office, inside, outside, whatever. Um, get great images taken um, for your practice. These will pay off tenfold. Uh, same thing for stock photos. Choose them very carefully. Pay for them if you need to. Make sure they are on brand for you, that your prospective clients can see themselves in your images, etc. You got to have a great tagline. I talk about this a lot as well, but um, it, it has to be there, guys. This is one of the most essential branding elements, and this is kind of the core thesis of your website that is going to inspire um, a lot of the copy that will follow. So a, a great tagline, and if you have a great when you when you have a great tagline, make sure it's positioned well and prominently in your website. Make sure it's not crowded on your website, and that it's really working for you. I've seen uh, you know. I was uh, working with a therapist recently and he had a great tagline. It was just kind of buried in his text and it was um, squeezed in between a video and another image and, and stuff like that. So it just really wasn't doing much uh, lifting for him. So it's also about the way you position that, that tagline. You've got to have great copy. Of course, you've got to have great copy. Um, and I'm going to talk more about this in future episodes, but 
roughly speak in plain language, speak in no greater than third grade language, speak directly to your clients, don't confuse them, and instill and inspire some sense of hope in your audience. Um, yeah, I've been working hard on trying to solve this particular problem for therapists for quite a while. And um, we've been working really hard behind the scenes. I'm just going to go ahead and drop this teaser, I guess. Why not? Uh, we've been working really hard behind the scenes to develop our own copywriting framework. The framework is called Your Brand Matters. And we have a software that we've developed for it. And we are developing the course as we speak. I know one of my teammates is actually working on it um, tonight. So that course is going to be coming out soon, but it's all about um, how to clarify your message, uh, learning branding essentials, how to create a tagline, how to create great copy for your homepage, services pages, your bio pages, etc. Um, it's about how to really get clear on your message, create a compelling message, and um, and then roll out the digital strategy stuff so that when when you do get more people to your website, that they're actually going to click and call and do what you want them to do. So. That's going to be coming out, um, I think, within the next couple months, just depending on how quickly we can get things off the ground. And I can't wait for it. We've been working on it for for quite a while now, um, ever since I was in Mexico a number of months ago, actually. So the last element of a killer website that I'm going to talk about is clear calls to action. You have to tell people what you want them to do next or else you will lose them. Um, again, you can get... You can get all the traffic in the world to your website. Um, you can have everything working well, lots of people landing, but if you don't tell them what to do next, then they're not going to click, they're not going to call, um, you're going to lose those people. Okay, so you have to have a clear call to action, ideally a, a clear and unified call to action, meaning the same call to action for the entire website. All right? Are you with me so far? Uh, podcasting is always interesting, right? Because there's no immediate feedback. You know, there's no there's no person in front of you nodding or looking rather confused <laughs> or laughing or crying or some combination of, of all those things. So sometimes, you know, especially lately, I sit here talking at my screen by myself and you know, just having that thought of like, okay, is this part landing? Is that part landing? Is this clear? Am I going too fast? And I think ultimately, especially as this podcast reaches more and more people, it, it just, I'm struck by how hard it is to, to get it right for every person, you know, and I'm struck by how hard it is to, um, for me to please every person, you know, and I think ultimately there's, as I reach more and more people, two things happen. One is that more people reach out in in a positive regard. And number two, more people reach out or take issue with what I'm doing or how I'm doing it, or they test me or challenge me or whatever it is. Um, and I just find that really interesting. And again, and lately I've kind of found myself saying, you know what, doing the best I can. Um, and 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 also part of the challenge is again trying to please a lot of different people who have different needs, right? So it's kind of like as this, um, and I do see myself like a teacher as a teacher. And so as a teacher, this classroom keeps growing and growing and growing. 
And um, now granted, it's all voluntary. You don't have to be in this class. You can turn this podcast off um, right now if you want. But um, as the classroom grows, it becomes harder to meet the individual needs of the students um, in one fell swoop. So I think ultimately that's where some of the, the work comes in through coaching um, both group and individual. So joining our Business Made Human group or working with me individually, you know, as we can really we can really kind of custom fit things to your, to, to what you need and your learning style and your pacing and stuff like that. Cause all that stuff really, really matters for you to be able to not only learn well, but then implement well. Um, so yeah, I knew I would get warm during podcasting tonight again. <laughs> and so I even, I put on a workout shirt, which is so ridiculous but maybe it's not that ridiculous, but I think it's really funny. Um, I've mentioned that one of my favorite podcasters and comedians, Chris D'Elia, uh, he's not for the faint of heart, not for everyone. Certainly he's an acquired taste for sure, but he goes through the same thing where he gets really sweaty on his podcast. It always mentions it and, uh, he gets really angry about it and I find it funny. So tonight I was like, you know what? I'm going to prepare. I'm going to prepare for the slightly sweaty situation that I will find myself in. And here I am. <clears throat> okay. So, yeah, okay. So the other, and the other thing that comes up for me, and then I'll get to point number two, I swear, is as this podcast grows and as this classroom grows, you know, I, t- I tend to get more nervous. I tend to feel, I guess, the pressure of um, more people listening, more people following along and expecting whatever it is they're expecting. And, and again, me really wanting to to meet those expectations, but trying to develop more wisdom as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, and as a person developing, uh, as a person with a platform and a, a growing platform, a lot of a lot of humbling lessons along the way. So I think there is that that nervousness, though, of like you know flipping on the mic, and on one hand, it's just me in front of this microphone you know, all, all as well. On the other hand, you know, there's a bunch, there's, there's quite a few people listening. There, there's a lot of people listening, more people than I've ever reached before through any other means of speaking or when I was uh, teaching at a university, you know, and stuff like that. So that's the power of, of podcasting on one hand. And that's, I feel really fortunate to be along for this ride. And that's also kind of the pressure, I guess, of, of doing the whole thing. So ultimately you got to be yourself, you know, and I've got to be myself and really be okay with, um, the good, the bad and the ugly that comes along with this whole, this whole thing. So, um, those are my thoughts. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get back into it. I promise to make this a little more concise. Step number one was have a killer website. Step number two in this roadmap is crush all three pillars of the Google game. I really feel like, uh, I really feel like these steps need to go sequentially until you've really mastered the Google game and are crushing all three pillars. Um, I don't think you should move on to additional steps or at least not move on fully. And I see a lot of therapists doing this. For instance, I see a lot of therapists having, um, a, a, a good website or a pretty good website and then getting really lost in, um, I don't know, trying to 
network a lot or trying to pass out brochures or um, incorporating social media too soon into their strategy and it doesn't work. They get really frustrated. They make zero money and then they quit private practice because they didn't have a, they didn't have a roadmap. So once you have that great website, you know, I always talk about this guys, but you have to get it in front of the people who are looking for therapy right now. First, that should be your primary goal. That, that should be the thing keeping you up at night. Once you have a killer website and are ready to get it in front of people. So the three pillars of Google are as follows the way. And and the way to look at this is if you were to do a search for a business like yours in your area right now, you would see the three pillars. The first section, Google AdWords, that's paid search results. The second section is the map view, which is the Google, my business section. Um, very much free, although you can run ads in that section. The third section is of course your, um, your, um, organic search results or what a lot of people will say is your SEO, but really SEO is very multifaceted and also related to other elements of Google, including your AdWords, including your Google, my business listing, but you've got to get all three of these parts right before you move on to the next step in the roadmap. Okay. So crushing all three pillars of the Google game. I'm not going to go deep into them right now because this is really just about showing you the roadmap and then, um, letting you, um, you know, kind of sit with it, figure out where you are in this roadmap. And, and then, um, perhaps in, in later episodes, we can go deeper into some of this stuff, but a lot of this stuff I've already covered just maybe in a less linear fashion. Okay. So step one, was develop a killer website. Step two was crush all three pillars of the Google game. And step three is start steadily building your email list. I see so many therapists missing the mark on this, not, not taking this opportunity. But the, the reasoning is, or the rationale behind this step is as you're getting more people to your website, and especially when you're paying for more traffic, you want to get, you want a way to capture those leads especially if they don't convert right away. So what I mean by that is if they don't, if they don't call and take action and become a paying client, you want a way to keep in touch with them. So this is where your email list comes in. Okay. That's it. You can start small. You can start, um, by just adding your current and maybe former clients with their permission to your email list. And then from there, um, you can start developing what's called a lead magnet or just a free PDF giveaway or a free something that you give away in exchange for putting people on your email list. So, um, start small, you know, you're not going to become a master of email marketing overnight. Um, but you know, everyone has to start somewhere with it. And it's one of those things that, um, and especially for an online business, a lot of entrepreneurs uh, will say that your email list is really the, the most valuable asset of your business. The reason being Um, it's the only asset that isn't really going away. It's the only asset that you really own. So meaning even if you have a great Facebook page and you've worked really hard to get all these likes or followers or whatever, same thing with YouTube, um, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever. Um, if, and when one of these platforms shifts or could potentially go away or be replaced by something new, well, guess what? there goes your following, right? So you really have to think about getting people to your email list one way or another. It's also just going to come in really, really handy for you when you have, um, when you have dips in your practice over time. Whenever I 
whenever I have a clinician who is getting low, the first thing I tell them to do before you you go back to the well and say, oh, I need to do Google stuff or AdWords or SEO or whatever, um, go to your email list, even if it's just some emails on a spreadsheet or whatever, and email the people that already know about you. You know, email your former clients, the ones that have dropped off or went on vacation and never came back, etc. You worked hard for those leads, and a lot of therapists tend to overlook that as a really easy place to um, to go to when you are low or experiencing a dip or whatever. So for you group practice owners, this is even more paramount that over time you want to have a large email list or a growing email list. When you've got multiple clinicians, you're going to start offering events or workshops or groups or whatever within the practice. Um, and it's even more important that you that you have some sort of a list and that you're engaging the list. That's the other thing is that certainly ha- you know having a list is one thing, but it's only as good as um, as your ability to use it or start to engage that email list. Um, so yeah, think about that stuff. There's plenty of resources for this stuff, guys, out there. Um, both former episodes um, in this podcast. There's the uh, uh, email marketing without the hysteria episode a ways back, and then there's um, that same episode is is a is a YouTube video as well that you can search for. So plenty of places to learn about it, okay? Step one was killer website. Step two, crushing all three pillars of the Google game. Step three, steadily building your email list. Step four is when you are generating enough leads um, from from doing these things, you're crushing the Google game. Um, you ha- So you have a great website, you're crushing the Google game, you're starting to develop that email list and you have plenty of leads coming in, then you move forward and shift your focus to incorporating brand awareness. So that's step number four in the roadmap. Um, I see too many therapists going to this step way too soon and getting really disappointed when, when things like getting more Instagram followers or, I don't know, I heard someone recently having their practice on Twitter and trying really hard to get more, get people from Twitter or whatever. And um, they're really disappointed when that wasn't happening, right? So um, think about online incorporating brand awareness strategies, um, social, organic social media, I should say, and, and di- always differentiating between paid advertising and social media versus organic social media. So incorporating um, your brand awareness strategies can very well be things like um, Instagram, your Facebook business page, um, and even your email list as well. Just another way of, you know, brand awareness, just getting out in front of people, staying present in the minds of people, right? That's the other thing is that, um, the more we are exposed to something and going back to that unconscious mind that I'm apparently really, uh, you know, thinking about that I'm really fast, you know, incorporating today is, um, is just staying present in the minds of people, uh, appearing in front of people enough to increase that familiarity factor so that even if they're not looking for a therapist now, they might be before too long. And when they go to search, they're going to see you at the top of their Google search results because you're crushing all three pillars of the Google game. And they're going to choose you right away, even if they don't know why they chose you. But they know they've come across you somewhere. They know on an unconscious level They've come across you somewhere, they're already familiar with you, and therefore they'd like you, even if they've just seen your logo a couple times or whatever. 
Now, there's obviously ways to to work work on your brand awareness in person, but this this is um, this is a digital strategy roadmap keyword digital. So we're just focusing on the digital stuff here. Okay. All right. Number five, the final step, and you got to keep in mind that these on this roadmap, there's going to be times where you go back, loop back around, and improve these other things that you're doing. And in reality, you're always going to be doing things in these categories. Uh, but but uh, again, kind of understanding the sequence of things, understanding these things as building blocks uh, along the way. So um, number five, tracking and diagnosing your issues using your KPIs or your key performance indicators. Um, again, this was a popular episode on this podcast, but I did the life-changing magic of KPIs a while back. So I'm not going to go into that right now, but your KPIs are essentially the, um, the vital signs of your business. They are the numbers and not necessarily the financials. Um, the, they're the numbers that reflect the health of your business and you should be tracking them and very familiar with them and getting better at tracking them and making decisions based off of them. So when you have your KPIs and you have them on hand, you can track, you can, you can track how things are going, how your marketing is doing, how your um, conversion rates are, whether it's you answering the phone or your VA, and you can diagnose issues in your KPIs very, very easily and effectively. So that's, that's it. Basically that's a mat. That's kind of like, you know, having a way of uh, inspecting your, your new custom built home for issues and, and, and knowing that, um, you know, I had a friend the other day who had um, an issue in his drywall, in the ceiling of his drywall on the top floor. And he was like, well, why do I have this issue? Why is the drywall tape peeling off? Why is there this little, why is there this little crack, et cetera? And um, so I, and I used to do construction, nonprofit construction. I still, still do a lot of it. So looking at that issue and going, okay, it's actually not a drywall problem. It's either a problem with your roof or your foundation. And for him, it was, um, ended up being uh, his roof. So there was some sort of leak happening and coming down and making the drywall a little discolored and making the, the tape drywall tape peel off. So being able to understand like when, when I'm seeing something happen in my business or I'm seeing the phone ring less, being able to diagnose that and kind of work backwards and figure out, okay, then what's going on? And maybe going back to um, one of these, one of these steps in the roadmap. So is, do I have a killer website, right? Am I doing all of these, these things and hitting all of these areas with my website? Um, from there, am I crushing all three pillars of the Google game? What's going on with my Google, my business listing or my AdWords or my organic search results, right? So just going back and figuring out like where, um, you know, where is the problem and then addressing it from there. So that's, that's really the true power of, um, of KPIs. Um, yeah, so that's it. That's what I've got for you. I think I said I was going to answer some listener questions tonight, but I'm feeling like I don't want your head to explode, uh, for liability's sake. No, for, uh, (laughs) because I don't want to overwhelm you. That is the ethos, the philosophy of this whole, this whole brand of mine that I've built is, is teaching you stuff and helping you build a better business without the overwhelm. Um, so I have some really good questions for what, what will have to be next week. Um, so definitely stay tuned for those. So I've got, um, 
just a little preview, some, some listener questions. Um, when Tara is asking, how do you create a compelling tagline that's compelling for your ideal clients? Uh, and Dillard is asking, how do you steer traffic to your website? So I'm going to talk about different ways to do that. Just breaking it down really simply. Um, Dominique Valentine is asking, <clears throat> how do I market groups to meet my target population? I'm going to break those steps down. And then uh, Yesenia Vianta is asking, um, when you have an array of services like mentoring, therapy, and coaching, how do you market them all together? Um, blending them together, but also keeping them separate. How do you plan your content around around this stuff if you have different services, et cetera? So that's a really good question and I think a really common one right now. So um, uh, I'm going to be answering all those questions um, for the next solo episode a week from this episode, which is Monday. Stay tuned for the episode on Wednesday. My friend Katie Keats May is here to talk to us all about Facebook ads. So that's uh, that's a really fun one. We just recorded that. And um, and that's it for now, guys. So um, I, I, I want to have more questions to answer from you all. I've been getting some great ones and it's been a lot of fun. So you know where to find me. Um, Instagram at the John Clark, the underscore John underscore Clark is one place to do it. Um, you can join our Facebook group and ask there. So, uh, go to thejohnclark.com forward slash FB group. You can add that. And my assistant and producer, Laura will, will add you and, uh, you can post your questions there and we'll answer them soon. But, um, there you have it guys. I hope that was helpful. I hope, um, I hope that this makes sense and I hope you can figure out where you are, um, in this roadmap right now and where you need to go from here. So, and, and, and doing it all in a way that is steadfast where you don't overwhelm yourself and can keep building a little bit at a time and, and be in this, this business for the long haul. I think that's really the key. So, all right, guys, that's it for now. Um, I'll see you on Wednesday. Cheers. All right. I hope you enjoyed the episode. As always, do me a favor, rate, review, and subscribe to this show wherever you are listening. And don't forget to grab your ticket for the Get Seen Summit at GetSeenSummit.com. Look forward to seeing you October 19th in Philadelphia and hanging out with you in person. All right. Hope you have a great week. See you soon.